Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio with my co-host, Joey. No chill, Prano. You were really excited to say that, weren't you, Andy? You know what? I realized... I've been planning that for a while, but you kept forgetting to say it every show. I planned it today. It hit me. I go, I'm going to say Smut Studio. This is a new age in dirty sports. This is, this is the excitement in your life, huh? This is where you're at? You're like, uh, write a reminder. Siri, Alexa... Both of you guys, remind me. Say Smut Studio tonight. No, I didn't have to write a reminder. I just remembered. And, uh... Bro, <laughs> that's my Alexa in the bathroom. Alexa's Did... listening. Yo, Alexa, shut the fuck up. See? Basically, Alexa's just like Trevor. See how I talk to her and she responds? You talk to her all angry and nasty and she's like, fuck you. I'm not even going to fucking say some shit back. Well, good. She didn't say anything back. Yeah. But how creepy is that that she's talking in my bathroom? That was creepy. I was talking to somebody the other day that said- I didn't turn off my Hey Siri because I, I don't want Siri listening to me. Well, somebody was telling me the other, the other day their Alexa, their Echo started talking to her. And she goes, it was creeping me out, man, because I didn't say anything at all. Yeah, there's there's lots of movies about this. When the robots take over. Yeah. Yeah, it's happening. 100%. Yeah, Facebook's listening to everything you're saying. Yeah. Taking notes, telling Alexa. Alexa's telling Siri. It's a web of deceit going mm. on, the robots. Now, if you listen to the Dent Report, we've actually covered this in length. Yeah, I haven't, so. Oh! I'll, 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 I'll have to get Alexa to recap me. Shots! <laughs> Fired. I listened to a couple episodes. I think the last one uh, I listened to was one where you were begging to say the N word, and I was like, I can't, I can't do I this be- anymore. I was not be- again. The things that you put out there, Jesus Christ, Prano. It's like you're trying to ruin me. You're trying to ruin <laughs> dirty sports. I was not begging to say the N word. I mean, again, holy shit. That's just a recap. That's a brief recap of the episode. Dear God, man, are you trying to like not let me ever have another gig outside of dirty sports? I think if. Anybody listen to the episode, they would that, that would basically be the description. No, they would say that Ruther put a hypothetical to a Hypothet- black man <laughs> about if white kids are at a rap concert and Ice Cube, for example, is rapping, are they not allowed to say his lyrics? That's completely different than you saying Ruther's begging to say the N-word. It's all I'm saying, bro. <laughs> See, you agree with me. That's why you're not saying anything. No, I almost <laughs> uh, forget it. But we have big news tonight. Yeah, what's the big news? The first big news is we have our first ever live dirtball in the Smut Studio. Yeah, it's great. Brant's here. Uh, Brant, you're uh, you're visiting from where again? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Visiting from Michigan. Brant came from Michigan. He don't he made a donation to the 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 Thust Fund to be here, and he brought beers. So basically, he's just like Trevor, except. He he paid to be here too, but he's but nothing has messed up technically. Not yet. So, so he's better than Trevor. Yeah, not yet. So Brant, you you sent a DM, you slid into our DMs tonight, and 
you basically yeah like, this was like it was like a cinderella story yeah like he got here and he's like i'm from michigan i was like i don't i don't understand what happened does not compute so basically you were asking our next time we were recording and i said in an hour and here he is about 90 minutes later in the smut studio now you have to say to our listeners to give me some credit, it's not nearly as bad as Prano portrays it, correct? No, the Smut Shack's pretty, the Smut Studio, sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> it's actually really nice. Well, I'm from Michigan, though, so I mean, my standards are, my standards are probably p- kind of pretty low. I also, guess. you got to remember, you've been listening to me shit on it for years. The walls used to be like uh, malaria yellow, <laughs> and uh, the, 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 there used to be a green couch here that was covered in AIDS. And one of those, too. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, there's been a lot of changes in the, in the Smut Studio. Well, it went from the Smut Shack to the Smut Studio. Now, before we get to the sports, I have to say, Prano did talk about an idea before the show as far as future dirtballs, if they want to pay to come see us live. Prano suggested that they should get to watch the show from my bed. Well, yeah, because he's basically sitting on a bar stool next to your bed. That bar stool, I mean, doesn't look that comfortable. I mean, no bar stools are, honestly. And uh, he could be, he could just be laying on your bed. Five dollar bonus? Uh, no, no, like, it's got to be more know, than like five dollars. It's, it's like, gotta yeah, be. It's like upgrading to business class. Yeah, hold on. It's got to be more than five dollars to lay it, on my like, bed. It's like this is coach on the bed, business class in the bed <laughs> is I mean, first class. I mean, look, Brant seems like a perfectly nice Midwestern guy, but I don't know where he's been. I mean, the right. fact that if he's gonna lay in my bed, and he, you know, I, I'm just saying, I, I want more than five dollars. I'm kind of sweaty. I ran. Quite a way to get here, so I just sure can't. I, I just can't wait for some of the creepier dirt balls paying. Like Matt Pedotti's just going to be in your bed, smelling your pillows for ninety minutes. He like, would probably pay to wear your underwear. <laughs> yeah, like like you know how like girls will we'll do never that. Know. He doesn't listen to this. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Well, we're we're glad to have Brant here. Yeah, and uh, again, dirt balls. If you want to. Watch us live. Do do exactly what Brant did. Just slide into the DMs. Yeah. Offer a monetary fee, and maybe we can make it happen. And bring beers like Brant. Yeah. So we should start with the Masters, and I'll say this. Oh, pe- yeah. We, uh, we have to start with yeah. the Masters. Tiger Woods finished tied for 32nd. Uh, I think he was plus one. I think the leader was like 15 under. So he was only off by 16 strokes. That's like... Four strokes a day. That's not too bad. And uh, that's it. That's well, all we really have to talk about with the Masters. Well, here's what I want to say. Patrick Reed won. Patrick Reed was also the name of a kid in my fraternity in college. And I never knew that he would go on to become a... I mean, what are the chances it was the same guy? <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny? It's funny you, you say Google that. Google it. It's funny you say that. Because I'm not lying. They somewhat look alike. Did Patrick Reed play golf at St. Louis University? No, he was two years younger than me in my fraternity. He played guitar, and he had one of those giant related. He had, he had one of those giant <laughs> cocaine fingers. Yeah, for for picking the guitar. For picking the guitar. Yeah, they're not coke fingers when they're <laughs> when they're serving a purpose. <laughs> he had one of those big coke fingers that he. I mean, it worked out that he had a cocaine problem because he also used it to strum his guitar. <laughs> I literally hadn't thought about him since I saw that Patrick Reed won the Masters. And then you look at the guy, dad bod. He could have been him. Coke finger. (laughs) (laughs) But we didn't watch any of it because we were busy playing beach volleyball today. Yeah, we were playing beach volleyball. I didn't watch any of it yesterday or the day before. either. either. Yeah, there's so much sports on right now. Yeah. You got 
baseball opening opening couple weeks of baseball. We got the NBA winding down. Uh, hockey making a, a push toward the playoffs. We have a call with Alexis coming up to talk more about hockey. Like, who's got time to watch a bunch of fucking golfers? Yeah. In fact, I was mad. We had some guys say they didn't want to play beach volleyball today to watch the Masters. Meanwhile, didn't the guy the guy who won? Well, he won by a stroke, right over yeah. McElroy. But uh, no, I think he beat somebody else. Okay, who cares? We it doesn't don't, matter. We, we don't the, give a the shit. The point is, as far as I know, Tiger finished sixteen strokes out, and that's all anybody cares about, according to Twitter and the fucking just the the score ticker. They're like, here's a guy who's in first, here's a guy who's in second, here's a guy who's in 38th. But what does that say about the state of golf? That, I don't know. It says it does say a lot, though, doesn't it? I have no idea. I have no idea what the status, what the state of golf is. No, but my point is, if a guy who's not winning and who has not won for some uh, long period of time... That has nothing to do with the state of golf. That has more to do with the state of uh, capitalism and how you know people get brainwashed by Nike and Buick and Tag Heuer and... I think that, that still shit. has something to do with the state of golf. Okay. I mean, there's still people out there on the internet arguing that the Haynes, you know, Nike Gatorade guy is better than LeBron James, who's urinating daily on his oh every record. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. It's, the same, it's basically the same thing. I mean, you won't even say Michael Jordan's name. At this point, no. The level of he's, disrespect he's, from he's you, He's the Haynes Hitler mustache guy. The level of disrespect. It's Michael Jordan. That's that's kind of blasphemous. Yeah, I'm okay with that. When you lie in bed at night, do you pull up your phone and just look at people defending Michael over LeBron? It's, well, it's always something. It's always something like Michael Jordan shouldn't come up every day, but everybody has to bring him up. Like we have a great player, you know. When uh, I like, I don't know anything about hockey or anything about golf but like i imagine that people aren't like crosby you faggot you'll never be gretzky i'm like is this what's happening on like golf or like hockey blogs all day and like hockey twitter i mean i i've seen enough that they call crosby a pussy right like that's what i've seen but it's like no one can just let people be great they have to like shame him why is that though i have no idea because i I think that's a legitimately I i think it's i think it's ad Brainwashing, but I think that's a legitimately good point that we can't appreciate people's greatness because I felt like growing up you could appreciate Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and you know any like you could appreciate all those different players who played on different teams who were competitors. But now it's you either have to like somebody or you have to hate them. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. It's social media. I, I like I like the, uh, you know the NBA is in a great spot right now. I love the NBA because I root for like almost all of their stars. Like I just think all of these guys are so fun to watch that like I'm not rooting really against anybody. Yeah. I mean, besides like, you know, the Celtics and we should go right into this with Kyrie getting hurt, but like I wasn't I, I hate Boston as a New Yorker, but also like Kyrie, I I've always said like I thought that was a, a dumb decision on his part. And look, it's tough. You you wanted to you wanted to run your own team. You wanted to be the guy. That takes its toll. Yeah. So, do you think this could have been? But the thing about Kyrie is interesting because they said his knee injury problem 
could have been something that went on with the Cavs, and the Cavs might have known. Well, they were saying that the Cavs' Kyrie talks were, trade me or I'm going to have my knee ah, that's surgery. Right. And yeah. don't trade me, like, you know, trade me or I'm going to have my knee surgery. Or that, yeah. So gotcha. if, you, if you do trade me, you'll get something from for me. And if you don't, I'm going to have knee surgery and you're going to lose me this year. The last year you'd have LeBron anyway. So, so right again, now, kind of a dick move. Yeah. So right now, they're basically locked in. You know, the playoffs are almost here. Obviously, yep. The Celtics are locked into a two. Mm-hmm. What does this put them come playoff time? Well, they still have Brad Stevens, who's a fantastic coach. They have uh, a great roster. Obviously, Hayward also hurt since the beginning of the season. Since three minutes into the season, you see his dog towards his ACL or who? Gordon Hayward? Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah. Do you follow NBA dog Twitter? (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. The current state. Oh, classic Gordon Hayward Labradoodle. You'll never be fucking Michael Jordan's pit bull. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that was a news story. Man, the age we live in. That was a news story. That was literally a headline. When, When people are like all the things that you could cover, when you're on the fucking NBA dog beat, do you just go like, man, I should just get out of the writing game? <laughs> like being being covering the NBA. Okay, is not what's for worse? Me. Let me ask you because this you and I were losing our mind laughing tonight, and I lost maybe two hundred Twitter followers, if not more, tonight because I could not stop tweeting anti WrestleMania tweets because I thought it was so funny. What's worse, ESPN doing a tweet about Gordon Hayward's dog tearing his ACL, or ESPN doing a tweet? Talking about the Undertaker returning. Uh, it's worse talking about the dog because literally no one cares, and the the the, uh, the WrestleMania is like people care that the and ESPN stupidly is going like this is sports, like this is not sports. It's like, not just ESPN. Yeah. Well, but my point is, it shouldn't ever be ESPN. Like, if you want to say it's entertainment, fine, that's up to you. But it's not sports. It's not under any circumstances is it sports. Never. Never. Like the Kardashians fuck NBA players. They are more of a sports story than professional wrestling. It just amazes me the amount of people like in this country. We didn't country. talk about the Kyrie injury for like three minutes. You're already on to fucking WrestleMania. Well, no, I had to get that out because you and I were both, come on, we both did tweets about it tonight. I, yeah. I did a ton. Again, I was really stoking the fire. I just think it's hilarious that they're that sensitive. Yeah. Well, I think I think wrestling fans are usually really sensitive about people making fun of wrestling because deep down they know it's kind of embarrassing that they watch it, especially if you're an adult. But what's more embarrassing? I brought this up before. What's more embarrassing, watching The Real Housewives of Name a City or wrestling? Well, Or The Bachelor and wrestling? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I I feel the exact same way about male friends or comics or whoever who end up tweeting about it, about The Bachelor, as I do. I feel the exact same way. I'm like, who's making you do this? Like, why? Like, my, I'll be like, or like, you're tweeting about The Bachelor. Yeah. Why are you watching The Bachelor? Like, yeah. I have no, I just have, I'm just like, why? Your girlfriend is this like and and to do it like tongue in cheek to do it like ironically is just like the lamest thing you could possibly it's the worst. do. Yeah, it, that's what it is. When I was home last time, but was- at least like if you're watching The Bachelor, 
There's like a bunch of hot chicks trying to fuck a dude, right? Like at least you're watching hot chicks. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, yeah, not that I've ever watched a single second. Never? Never. Ever. Ever. My mom had it on last time I was home. The Bachelor. And I could see it from my parents' kitchen. I was thusting on my computer at the kitchen table. Not masturbating thusting, but actual work thusting. I just want to clarify. I'm not masturbating with my mom watching The Bachelor in the background. Anyway, and I, and I remember I just yelled. I was like, Mom, what are you doing? She's like, I, she's a typical Midwestern. I know, it's awful. I'm like, what are you doing? It's my guilty pleasure. That's what she, yeah, Andy, you know, like what she, and then it's don't judge me. Go back to doing what you're doing. I'm like, well, I can hear it. I can hear it. Put on something else. Put on a documentary. Learn something. <laughs> Learn about the earth or animals. There's so much out there, Mom. What are you doing? She's like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm trying to get the smut shack to be a location on Instagram. I'm doing real adult things, Mom. Give me some bagel bites. <laughs> and then we watch wrestling together. Anyway, back to Kyrie's injury. Yes. Right now, yeah. the Boston Celtics would currently play the Milwaukee Bucks yeah. in a first-round matchup. That would be a tough matchup. I was going to say. I think, the, I think that the Celtics will still win, but I think a lot of the matchups in the NBA playoffs, especially in the first round, and even a little bit in the second round, it's going to be more about like who gives another team trouble than it is who wins those series. Because when you look at... Like the Cavs, if the Cavs get, you know, I think right now they'd be matched up with the Pacers, which I, I'm not sure that they don't want. I'm not sure that they wouldn't rather play the Pacers than the Heat, having obviously LeBron having played for Spolstra and then, you know, they actually got blown out by the Heat recently. But it's like, I think these matchups are going to be, will the Bucks even give them trouble? Like, if the Bucks take that to be a seven-game series, that's almost like they won the series because the Bucks aren't going to the Eastern Conference Finals anyway. Yeah. Let's talk about Philly for a minute. Yep. So I watched the Philly-Cleveland game the other day. Yeah. It was on Friday night. No Embiid. No, and I, that's important for this. No Embiid. Yep. Sixers are just demolishing the Cavs at home. They're up by 30. It's one of those games. It was one of those games that it was such a blowout. I was just laying on my couch. And I, do, I dozed off in the second half, and then I woke up, and then suddenly the Cavs were down eight. I'm yeah. like, "Oh, okay. I'm gonna stick around for the fourth quarter." And the Cavs lost, and the Sixers have now won 14 in a row. And you know, talk about social media chirping and hot take. Oh, you know the Sixers and be watch out, blah blah blah. And I, I'm just. I'm still, they're still a year or two away. Yeah. And obviously there's a lot of talk of potentially LeBron to the Sixers, which to me would be a smart decision for him stay in the East. And, uh, but I think, I almost think the Sixers know they're a year away. Not that they're not going to try to win, but I sure. think, I think, you know, depending on how healthy Embiid is, I don't think you force this guy to come back because yeah, they're a year away. Uh, Simmons has made the leap in the last few weeks, but they're they're not ready to win yet. I like if they were to make the Eastern Conference Finals in a year where the Celtics and Kyrie Kyrie's hurt and the Celtics obviously, you know, struggle because of that. That's like a that's like a really good starting point for them. Yeah. That's certainly the process working. Sure. So Oh, if they made the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah. For sure. Cuz right now they'd be a 3 seed, right? Yeah. So they could potentially play uh the Celtics in the second round. Yeah. 
But if, I if said they beat, if they beat a banged up Celtics, they go to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Cavs or Raptors. That's a great season for them. I actually want want to see this happen. I do want to see a Sixer Celtics second round, and I also want to see, like I said, a Cavs Raptors second round. Yep. So that the Cavs can just handle their business, which I think they'll do, even though Toronto will have home court advantage. Yeah. And and you know what? A lot of people have been. There's there's people who have been critical of LeBron. I actually quote tweeted a uh, Skip Bayless tweet the other day, which which caused a, a bit of a maelstrom. I responded and, to you. Yeah. Why Why would you do that though? Because well, I don't follow him. Obviously, I know, but you know he's Donald Trump. He's Levar Ball. Yeah. He doesn't believe in anything he tweets. But yeah, but I mean, he put down he put down things that he like. What Skip Bayless does is he tries to hide uh, false information. As fact, and it's like, oh, look, Michael played nine game, nine years of eighty-two games, and LeBron's never done it. It's like, yeah, Michael Jordan also took off two full fucking seasons in in the midst of that. Took him off, took him off, just sat out two seasons from the NBA. Oh, he retired. Now retiring is when you stop doing something for forever. When you don't, when you come back, that's called vacationing. You went on vacation. You know, Brant over here is not retired from Michigan. He's on vacation in California. Yeah. So, uh, but a lot of people have been calling out LeBron. And I'll say this. Here's the thing about LeBron James and the Cavs. Oh, they might finish at the four seed. They might finish in the five seed. They might finish in the three seed. I don't think home court matters to him at all. I don't think he gives a shit at all whether or not they have home court. I don't think he cares... In the NBA Finals, I don't think he cares. In the Eastern Conference Finals, I don't think he cares. And Michael Jordan, every year, they were, oh, we got to win 70 games. we got to win 65 games. we got to whatever. Because even against the Knicks, who had Patrick Ewing and a fucking bunch of bruisers, they're, like, home court mattered in those series. Yeah. I don't think LeBron James gives a fuck that he has to play a, a game where the series where Toronto's got home court in the second round. He's like, I'd rather skip, you know, nine fourth quarters during the year, or I'd rather play lackadaisical defense the whole year and save some energy and be the four seed and just be ready to go for the playoffs. Playoff LeBron is a thing. It's a thing, and it's coming. So, like, see you guys in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like the winter. Exactly. Game of, Game of Thrones reference for all you guys. Thanks, Andy. Guy watches all Game of Thrones in three days. Suddenly, he's fucking dropping references every episode. I actually changed my dating profiles, too. I binge-watched 67 episodes in four days. The amount of matches I got yeah. since I've done that. Smart move by me. Has anybody brought it up, like, right away? Almost every girl. Right away. I should give you some cred. Yeah, you should. Like, when I'm having sex with these girls, I should think of you. I, that's not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Right away, they're like, that's so impressive. And I'm like, uh, I also shows I'm a loser. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I'm excited, though. I agree. I was thinking about it today, and it is going to be a fun playoffs because the matchups, I feel like normally with the NBA, right away, you can just chalk up wins or losses for a series. Yeah. You really can't do that. No. Especially with the Western Conference. I kind of wish it was old school NBA too where they played five game series in the first round because that would make it even crazier. Oh, yeah. Because anybody can win three games. Yeah. Well, the the Western Conference is going to be just as good. 
Yeah. Western Conference is still up in the air, though. I know. Like, uh, the Nuggets have still not been eliminated, right? No, they're they have not. And I, I believe they're currently tied in wins and losses with the Timberwolves. They correct? are. Yeah. 45 and 35 with two games left. And then Oklahoma City above them. And the OKC just beat uh, it's another, Houston. It's another, like, so last night, uh, if Oklahoma City had lost, they actually would have fallen out. They would have been the ninth seed. They don't have a tiebreaker o- over those two. And I thought for sure of their last few games against the Rockets would be the game they lose. But if you look at if you look at how it would come down right now, Golden State finishes two, Oklahoma State finishes seven. That's that's a, that's let, a tough two seven for them. Yeah, and also I just think, look, could the Minnesota Timberwolves or the Nuggets give the Rockets some trouble? Yeah, but I don't think they're giving them nearly as much trouble as the Thunder would. Even in losses, like even if you beat the Thunder in four or five games, they play a style where it's like it's gonna be a fucking tough series. And yeah, to me, if if uh, Golden State draws Oklahoma City and then Portland, I am taking the Houston Rockets to go to the NBA Finals. I just think that's too hard a path. So what's Steph's injury at this point? He's an ankle. But I know. Is he coming back I think the for the plan first was, round? No. He's not going to be playing. Second round. First, yeah. I think that's the plan. What happens? Let's just play this hypothetical right now. What happens if Golden State mm-hmm. plays OKC mm-hmm. at 2-7 and loses? Where, where does this put Kevin Durant's status all time? Especially if Steph's not playing. I mean, to me, to me, that would that would. De- I don't want to say the word destroy, but that would take a huge hit on his legacy. Sure. I mean, look. I, I again, I think uh, Kevin Durant is one of the. I think te- Kevin Durant's already like a top fifteen basketball player of all time. But that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't that? Bu- I mean, against his old team, obviously the whole bad blood with Westbrook. I, I just there's, there's so is, many stories. There's also there. yeah. There's also the factor. It's you know, again, we're comparing guys like any other team. You lose uh, an MVP, you're like, well, that's what happened. You yeah. know, like uh, the Cavs lose Kevin Love and Kyrie and still go to the finals, and people are like, oh, LeBron three five finals. It's like, what about the time he went with fucking Matthew Delvadova? Like, what about when the starting backcourt was him and a fucking Australian guy that? Would have been the smallest guy on fucking some episodes of Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> like I, I understand that their team is still really good, but their team has also been built around Steph Curry for five years. Yeah. Like, you take that guy out. Like, the team wasn't built around Kevin Durant, and then Steph Curry showed up. It's the other way around. Like, I truly believe Steph Curry is more valuable to the Warriors than Kevin Durant, and even though I think Kevin Durant's a better player, because Steph Curry plays his own style of basketball. Like, no one plays like Steph Curry. A lot of people play like Kevin Durant. They're not all 6'11 shooting guards or 7-foot shooting guards that also rim defend, but Kevin Durant plays a very isolation type of basketball. Steph Curry plays the type of basketball that's just Steph Curry, and I think that keeps teams... 
kind of on their heels when you play against the Warriors. I think that they're easier to prepare for with Kevin Durant, and I think you're absolutely right. And the reason I would more be worried about Kevin Durant is, again, my Kevin Durant is cracking theory. But to get to my actual point, don't you agree, though— Again, I'm looking way into the future and I'm playing the whole yeah, legacy shit. But like again, it you know, it to me it doesn't matter. Like if Kevin Durant finishes with another title or two and an MVP and you know, he does things that no one's ever done, he's he's you know, he'll go down as one of the greatest scorers of all time. Like his legacy in terms of what? He's not going to be he's not going to finish as like the third best player of all time. He's going to finish as like the fifth. Like and that's all bullshit anyway, because like, who's the fifth best player of all time right now? Like, Will Chamberlain, like Magic the Johnson. guy, yeah, the guy was playing with fucking, you know, like literally five foot white men. Me, like, yeah. It's like we we can all agree if Kevin Durant showed up in the nineteen fifties that uh, at a basketball court that he would be shot for being some sort of gorilla like Godzilla alien that showed up. They were like, who is this? A seven foot tall three point shooting man. Also, what's a three pointer? Yeah, like he, he has no business. So look, uh, I'm kind of rooting against them just because I'm sick of the Warriors, and I did think that was you know bitch move. But you know, we'll see what happens. I'm excited that the matchups are all. I am. Out. I will say as much as I kept saying, oh, there's no way, even without Steph, there's no way that the Warriors don't make it back to the finals. I definitely find myself rooting for OKC in that series. I just do. I already sense it. I mean, that's kind of a win-win series for me in a, in a lose-lose sense. Like, if OKC loses, fuck you, Carmelo. You, can, you can't even make it out of the fucking first round ever. And I would just like to see... I would just like to see a battle. Like, I'd almost like to see the Warriors win that series, but win it in seven games. Yeah. On a missed Carmelo three at the buzzer of game seven. Well, if you're going to go to the NBA playoffs, get those tickets on SeatGeek, the only app to get your tickets for any live sports. They have all sorts of events, guys. Any entertainment, SeatGeek has you covered. Comedy shows, concerts, music festivals. I know Coachella's right around the corner. I know they got tickets on SeatGeek for Coachella. And you can see exactly where you're sitting. That's what I love about SeatGeek. And also, you can resell your tickets on SeatGeek. So let's say you're a Warriors fan and your team gets upset and you bought tickets for the second round. You can go on SeatGeek and you can resell tickets, which I absolutely love, Joe Prano. I have been buying many a tickets on SeatGeek in just the last few weeks. I just got my tickets for uh, the Oakland-Houston game that I'm going to in May uh, up in Oakland. Uh, I told you, this is my summer of baseball. I've been buying baseball tickets Fucking all over the place. Well, take advantage of that offer now, Dirtballs. You get $20 off your your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter our promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. I'm feeling good right now because I got a fresh pair of MeUndies on. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. I like that when you're talking about your underwear and I'm sitting here like I'm I'm feeling good. I'm wearing them. Which which pair do you have on? I got the basketball ones. Yeah, we got we got like a March Madness basketball pair. They sent us two. They sent us one with basketball hoops and basketball balls on it, and also a referee 
pair of underwear. Oh, did, did you get a referee pair? You didn't get that? I didn't get the referee. They sent me bananas, which I I liked a lot as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I got a, oh, multiple oh, yeah, beers at opening at the same time. Synchronized beer openings in honor of the MeUndies. Yeah, I got a, a pair of the ref underwear, and they really are the softest pair of underwear, aren't they, Joe Pratt? They're incredibly soft. They use this thing called the lensing micromodal in their underwear. I mean, it's so fancy and so soft. Andy doesn't know how to say it. <laughs> but it feels so good. It's a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fiber that starts with beechwood trees and ends with the most amazing fabric you've ever experienced. I think I just had an orgasm saying that. It sounded so beechwood wonderful. Beechwood trees. Yes. 100% satisfaction Gorgeous. guaranteed. Me on these. They have this whole 100% satisfaction guarantee that MeUndies guarantees you will love their undies or you get your money back. So MeUndies has a great offer for all the dirt balls. Any first-time purchasers, when you purchase any MeUndies, you get 20% off and free shipping. Again, the guarantee. They love giving that 100% guarantee. If you don't love, you get your first pair a full refund. So get that 20% off your first pair Free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com forward slash Dirty Sports. That's MeUndies.com forward slash Dirty Sports. Holy shit, that's a tough ad to read. I couldn't figure out if you were just really pushing that MeUndies ad or if you went into like a loop right there. I was, I was really I felt pushing like you were it. saying the same thing over and over again. I was really pushing it. I was reading what they told me to read. But they didn't put this. My balls feel soft in the underwear. You know, we won't cut that and send that to them. No, nah, I mean, they're going to get that too. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to get the whole shebang. Baseball were 10 days in? Yeah, just about. About Start, 10 days started in? Started last Wednesday, so yeah, give or take. Uh, Shohei Otani. Shohei! Is he getting the Dirty Sports bump? Dude, I don't, I don't know. Or if is this he guy, just, no, or is he I, just that good? Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy that uh, he had such a bad spring, and he's he's honestly done more in a week and a half. Like I thought, come and, and you know, this might still happen. Obviously, you never know with baseball. Uh, guys, guys have hot streaks. They have cold streaks. But I thought, come like All Star break, he'd be a guy with like twelve homers. You know. Forty RBIs, yeah, and like a you know, four ERA, and then of course he'd get into the All Star game, and uh, people would be like, "Oh no!" But like right now, he has—I think I saw a stat today—he has more homers than the Kansas City Royals franchise. He's three home runs, and he has more wins than Kansas City Royals starting pitchers. He's three runs, seven RBIs. I saw. I think he's like. I think his batting average is like. High too, like these are like seven for eighteen or something like that. Yeah, he is seven for eighteen. Yeah. By the way, finding his stats not easy because you don't know how to spell his name right. Or no, because both MLB.com and then I looked at ESPN. I'm looking at different sites. Look at it right now. They're just trying to list his pitching. Go to ESPN.com. Try to find his hitting stats. They want to just list his pitching. He's two and zero. By the way, today he threw a one hitter in seven innings, mm-hmm. struck out twelve guys. Yeah, he had a fantastic game. I wish they would start him. Uh, I wish they would hit him. When he starts? Yeah, because I don't actually know, because I'm a National League guy, and fuck the DH, but I don't know. If you DH, if you if your pitcher hits, can you DH for somebody else? It's a good question. 
Then you you like you get your best fielder out there and like put him out. The the guy who who who's a late in defensive replacement DH for that dude. Are you trying to look up his stats? Because I was I was trying to. I'm telling you these. These websites, these sports websites, have not figured it out. Like the guy goes both ways. You got to list both his pitching and his hitting stats. It's not easy to find. Yeah, I mean, I just pulled up um, on Major League Baseball, the MLB site. I mean, he has batting stats. Yeah, it's right there, dude. What are you talking about? Pitching, batting, fielding. Go to ESPN.com, man. Well, why? The first one I went to gave it to me. He's hitting three eighty nine. He's tearing it up. Eight eighty nine. You said today we gotta go. We gotta go to a game down there. Yeah, when but he the starts. Thing is, yeah, I think I want to see him pitch. So let's go to an Angels game. Let's get get on SeatGeek. Let's get get to an Angels game where he's pitching. I want to see him. I I like guys who go both ways. I know you do. So I want to see him pitch and hit. Well, maybe when they figure out this DH situation, we can get both, or we'll go to a doubleheader. Yeah, because he's but he's not starting every day in the outfield. No. He's only played, what, three games in the outfield? Sure, if you say so. Something like that I saw? Yeah. That's why I want to watch him pitch. You can't really plan. You can't really buy tickets and he's not in the lineup. We know when he's going to pitch. Yeah. Orange County had a lot of Asians down there. I wonder if that's that's good for the economy with him playing down there. Good for the economy. Yeah, they're going to Disneyland and Angels games when Otani's pitching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> lots of, good for the economy. <laughs> Hey, we got to get a Japanese guy on the team. It'd be good for the economy. That's Andy Ruther hot take right here. There's lots of Asian people in Orange County. People are going out, eating more sushi. Yeah, I'm they're, telling uh, you. Buying more samurai swords. It's yes. all good. It's all supporting the economy. Toyota sales are up right now. <laughs> yeah. This is all part of Shohei Otani. <laughs> I always wonder if I pronounce the name correctly. Yeah. I Shohei, Shohei. I thought it was like showy. We got a boost on our YouTube channel. Yeah. From last episode. It's good for the economy, bro. Uh, it's, good. it's good for the thust economy. It's good. Lots of Japanese people tuned into our last episode because we had his name in the title. And then I realized we had a lot of downvotes, which meant they did not like our, you know, conclusion of him being position fluid. Why? I thought that was very respectful. <laughs> you thought it was very what? Respectful. Okay. I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. We did not disrespect Shoei. I wonder if sake bombs are up. Yeah. We should do that. That would be a fucking fun day. We should go down to a game where he's pitching. Go find like a a uh, Orange County uh, sushi happy hour. Smash some sake bombs. Have some all-you-can-eat sushi. Go watch uh, Otani pitch. And then go to that strip club that you've always been talking about and only get lap dances from Asian girls. I like this idea. Right? Just Asian fucking Otani bonanza day. Dirt balls, come. Wear your fucking, uh, wear your headbands. We got some wild Orange County. Wear your geese. We got some wild Orange County dirt balls, too. Yeah, I know. Remember the last Angels game? Yeah. We overtook that whole section. That would be fun. Let's do that. I want to drink sake bobs, eat sushi, watch them pitch. And then only get lap dances from Asian girls at Fritz's. And I want to dress as Mr. Miyagi in his outfit with okay. the headband. Would that be? But I feel like you can't do that nowadays. It's cultural appropriation. Well, I don't think Orange County gives a fuck about cultural appropriation. It's very They're like, bro, you're appropriating culture. Just kidding. I don't know what that means, dude. <laughs> Isn't pizza cultural appropriation, bro? Didn't we steal it from the Ninja Turtles? They're like, all right, stop talking like that. 
That's actually a good point, though. You can't eat pizza because that's Italian cultural appropriation. Yeah. yeah. How dare you? Right? Yeah. Where does it end? Exactly. I, I got a new good pizza spot for you, by the way. Where's that? I know how you New Yorkers are so particular. Is it, it Joe's Pizza on no, the boardwalk? No, it's really grown on me. It's in Marina Del Rey. Marina Del Rey? Yeah, brah. Yeah? Where in Marina is it? Where that CVS is, where I get my haircut, Supercuts. Oh, yeah. Pizzerito? Uh, yeah, I had it. It sucks. Really? Yeah, I it's, had it. It's really Somebody grown on me. Somebody else told me to do it, and I went, no, too doughy. No, not for me. It is doughy. Yeah, that's not. If I'm gonna have Their a doughy Chambole's pizza, really good though. If I'm gonna have a doughy pizza, like I'm just gonna go Sicilian. Joe's Pizza just opened on the beach right by uh, Zelda's. I saw that. How yeah. is it? It's good, except they charge like four dollars a slice. Which I mean, do the math. So I know Joe's much, is new, right? I know how much dough and cheese costs? What do you, what what is the charge for? Four dollars a slice. Yeah, it's way overpriced. Yeah. What about that new that other pizza joint by you? By I, mean, the, the I, love that we're, I love that we're doing fucking pizza reviews for pizza places that most people will never visit. I don't really give a shit. Bram, if you were at home right now and you were listening to this, we'd be like, stop talking about Venice Peach, Peach Pizza places I'll never go to? No, I, I kind of like that. You know, That's good insight. You know? <laughs> okay. You're going to go check out Pizzerito while you're here? Yeah, if I'm close by, I'll yeah. check it out. See, because he's here. And then you his thing at Brant, you get a pizza slice and a cheap haircut at Supercuts. That's where I go. Uh, everything out here is pretty expensive. So yeah, yeah. I went to San Fran- in San Francisco. It was like twelve bucks for two slices and a soda. So see, it's crazy. But, that's but yeah, San Francisco is expensive as fuck. But actually, speaking of Otani, you know what's right in that same circle? The what? best sushi spot, Aurori Sushi. You walk in there, they make you take your shoes off. You sit in the floor. I love this already. Yeah. Do you oh, eat sushi? Oh, fuck yeah. But hold on. I've been telling you. First of all, two the two. Best sushi places to go by us. Aurori, which is right by where you get your haircut. You go in. You put your shoe in a locker. You sit in the floor, real Japanese style. Shoei Otani was in there the other day. He was not only a patron, but he was also working behind the sushi counter because he goes both Wait, ways. Wait, to play some Marina Del Rey? Yeah, yeah. And then the other place is nonstop sushi on Ocean Park. That's where I go for fucking all-you-can-eat sushi. I haven't gone there yet. Yeah, that's a bonanza. But see, I'm a sushi roll guy. Yeah, great. Go to nonstop sushi. You can get all the rolls you can eat for 26 bucks. Nonstop? Nonstop. Ooh. You get three rounds. I'm going to get stoned and white ride my bike up there. You get three rounds of sushi. It's crazy. So you have three rounds. You get three rounds to order. But if you leave anything on your plate... In each round, you can't order the next round. And if you leave anything on your plate at the end, they charge you for it. They have rules? Yeah. So you can't just like order the whole menu and then be like, ah, that shit was garbage. Then they charge you for it. Yeah. But if you eat everything, 26 bucks flat. I like it. Yeah, it's good. We're going to take Otani there and we're going to do sake bombs. I went, now that we're doing this whole corporate weird turn in the show, I asked the medicinal, not yet, I shouldn't even say medicinal, I asked the dispensary across from us, if they would be interested in sponsoring our show. And the chick didn't know what she handed me her card. She goes, she goes, call our business office. And I was like, what? She goes, here's our card. I was like, I have a podcast across the street. You know, want to hook us up with some free weed. She literally didn't know, know what to say. When, when thusting goes wrong, she handed me a card, which then I called. She's like, what's a podcast? Yeah. That's not when thusting goes wrong. That's when you thought you write the thusting gone wrong. Right. That's what you do there. I'm lost at this point. I what am else, too. What else is going on? I don't know. Your Mets are off to a good start. Oh, well, the best start in the National League. If you want to be specific, Jesus. seven and one, technically the best record in the National League. 
And yeah, I mean, I, I just like to say to the Braves, the Phillies, the Marlins, the Nationals, like it's kind of getting embarrassing, guys. Like put up a fight. All the right moves from Mickey Callaway. I kind of have a man crush on Mickey Callaway. Is that your manager? Yeah, he like, I like everything he's doing. He's he's a real outside the box thinker. I like the way he's using the pitching. He's everything that Terry Collins wasn't. He he's an in game manager. Tonight in the ninth inning, they got the bottom of the ninth tie game. The Nationals get a guy on, and he ends up intentionally walking the bases loaded to set up for the double play. They get out of it. They win in twelve. They sweep the Nationals in Washington. Nationals have lost five in a row after starting four and zero. Yeah, well, they had lost two in a row, and then they ran into the buzzsaw that is the New York Mets. Now they've lost five in a row. You think Bryce Harper stays there? Um, I don't know. They, you know, I told you this. Probably not. They, they during tonight's game, they put up his numbers versus A Rod in their first however many seasons it is, and they're comparable. A Rod still had just God, he was so good. Yeah. His numbers were just still that much better. And then he said something which I thought was interesting. The announcer asked A-Rod you know, about his decision and why he went to Texas. And I was a little annoyed because A-Rod didn't straight up say it was about money. It's like we all know it was about money. But A-Rod did say he regretted not going to the Mets, which I thought was interesting. And there was a whole thing. So I, I, after you mentioned it to me, I pulled up the quote. And what he said, he said, I should have called the Wilpons myself. Because the rumor was always that Boris or whoever his agent was was demanding some things on behalf of A Rod, like he has to have his own uh, like lodging on the road, he has to have his own like section of the plane, he has to have his own plane. Like the stories that were coming out were that he was asking for like ridiculous things, but that's something that everybody, you know, especially Mets fans have known since early in A-Rod's career, he's a big he was a big Mets fan growing up. Yeah, well, and, and when I met Keith Hernandez. Yeah, when I met him up at the Super Bowl, he said that to me. He was like, "Yeah, I was a big Mets fan. I like the Mets." And I was like, "Fuck. You really are a Mets fan?" He's like, "Yeah." And so, I mean, god, I don't even want to get into how the Mets could be different had we gotten A-Rod, but I really like him now. And and I think he was such a polarizing guy and you know the media or whoever made him out to be you know when he played for the Yankees just such a bad guy and obviously there was the big thing with the painting right the centaur painting I think you know I think it's a lot like Bryce Harper and I was saying that tonight uh my girlfriend was watching the game with me and she was talking she was like why is A-Rod giving she, by the way, she knows nothing about baseball. She's like, why is he giving this guy advice? And I'm like, you don't get it. The only person who can give Bryce Harper advice on what to do is A-Rod. Like, there's, there's never been another situation that was just so perfect. Like, not just the best player in baseball, but, like, beyond the best. Phenom. Phenom. Yeah. Young. Was being told they were the best from 16. Came up. Were the best. Yeah. Didn't get hurt dominated like lived up to the hype like both of those guys are essentially you know like they're really like Mike Trout wasn't we didn't hear about Mike Trout Mike Trout's gonna be the greatest thing that ever happened in baseball he just burst he just on the came scene up and was the best thing that yeah. ever happened in baseball but um same way with two holes no yeah. one knew boom yeah. he's this good but I think the thing about A-Rod is very similar to Harper like dude everybody's been telling you the shit since you were 15 like and it worked out like 
they're, they kind of just came off as total douchebags. But it's probably like I can't – I was kind of a douche. Can you imagine if I had been the best baseball player in the world? Yeah. Like how much of an asshole would I be? Yeah. I'm already an asshole. Yeah, true. You know? All facts. I would have been telling people to kill themselves on national television. I think people need to remember that. I just think we need to remember how you were at that age, let alone not being such a gifted, talented star. Yeah. I mean, like I li- I'd like to think that, you know, my brothers or my friends would have been like, don't have that fucking haircut. You know, like, like I don't know where Bryce Harper's friends are. I don't know where ARS, but maybe they're, maybe they're so good because they don't have friends. Dude, he's 25. Bryce yeah. Harper's 25. Yeah. When I was 25 years old, I just moved to L.A. I was a cheddar dick. Yeah. Still am. I agree. But I was like prime cheddar dick. That's when you bought the green couch. That's when you painted the ball, the walls malaria yellow. Yeah. You're like, this is what I'm going for. That I mean, that was just me just being a drunken disaster. Yep. 25. Just I think people need to remember that. Yeah. And I th- yeah. Like so- like if we walked outside the apartment here and went to townhouse or went a little farther down the street on Main Street in Santa Monica. If you saw how 25-year-olds were acting at the bar scene, they're total douchebags. Yeah. But it's normal. It's accepted. So just remember that when, you know, obviously, he's, he's a, you know, he is a douchebag. Yeah. I'm not saying that Harper's not. But the thing with Harper is, like, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up and why he ends up there. If he just goes to the Yankees or goes to, like, someplace and just chases, like, a ton of money, he's going to be hated. But he's going to get money wherever he goes. Exactly. But, like, A-Rod... The, the, it, it's almost a thing And you know I, I'm sure that's why A-Rod brought it up Because A-Rod's saying Go someplace that means something to you Go someplace there you, where you want to live Because then you can always defend that You can say Oh I made $350 million. I always wanted to live in You know New York Or whatever Just taking the most money And going to Arlington, Texas Everybody knows it's just about money so I think that's what A-Rod was saying. It's like, have it have it be meaningful to you because you're going to get the money wherever you go. You're going to hit third wherever you go. You're going to be really good wherever you go. So what does it matter? Go somewhere that means something to you. Go somewhere that where you're going to be happy. Well, he's from Vegas, so right. it's like he's a Mormon kid from Las Vegas. So it's not like he grew up with it. I think, he, right, didn't he say his team was the Yankees growing up? So maybe that's the answer. Which I know is very... Convenient, yeah. That and douchey. Yeah, well, it is douchey right. that your team. But he's team, a douche. That your so team he's like, was, I was. I'm from Vegas. I'm I was a bandwagon. I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a douche. Even, I've always been a douche. Even though in Las Vegas, if you live there, you can probably guess whose games they play. All Dodgers games. Right. All the, on the on the local channels. It's all Dodgers. So he should have been a Dodgers fan, but he wasn't. So I bet you know. This is where the whole baseball thing with salary cap is interesting. It's like anybody can pay him. Yeah. The Yankees. He's going to get $400 million. They're, they're saying $400 million. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of money, Joe. What would you do with that money? I mean, God, I don't. I can't even. Like, if I had $5 million, I'd be able to accomplish everything I want to accomplish. So with $400 million, I'd be a douche. I'd probably get Bryce Harper's haircut. 
I'd probably be hanging out with fucking Bieber. I kind of want to get a mohawk. Speaking of haircuts, yeah, I do. For, for what? For real? For I just I'm so sick of just having normal hair. So you're basically Bryce Harper. No. I, and I'm basically the guy I was talking about going like, you shouldn't do that. No, no, like a fashionable mohawk. That's not a thing. A fashionable mohawk? I, I, put it out, I put it out on Instagram, should I get a mohawk, yes or no? People were very adamant sliding into my direct messages on Instagram about whether I should or shouldn't. And what was the general consensus? Was that I should. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, look, we just got rid of Chief Wahoo. I think it would be a pretty severe slap in the face to Native Americans for you to get a mohawk. Which is a, uh, you know, a Native American haircut. Cultural appropriation. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get your mohawk. You're gonna go down. You're gonna put on your Japanese headband. You're gonna go to Angels games. This is good. Yeah, it's a cultural appropriation bonanza. Can I get a sushi burrito? <laughs> They're like you have a mohawk, bro. Don't they call that Asian fusion? <laughs> I don't think so. Isn't that the new thing? Fusion. Yeah. It's not, it's not not exactly a new thing. They've had fusion restaurants for, I don't know, 30 years. I'm just hearing about this in the last year. What are you talking about? I'm serious. The big thing out here right in L.A. is the Korean with Mexican fusion. Yeah. That's been a thing out here forever. Kogi barbecue truck. Yeah. I just, I'm just i just now hearing about this. It's like my dad saying, you hear about this YouTube? That's me with the, uh, the fusion. You're so you're basically telling me you're turning into slowly turning into Walt. Oh, I have. I'm eventually going to be doing this podcast with Walt. I have been slowly turning into my dad, and I've realized it because now I'm really getting into cooking, just like my dad. Like I like experimenting now. So your dad just gets frozen things from Costco and defrosts them. No, he goes. He goes to uh, Sam's. He goes to Club. Sam's Club. He's a big Sam's Club guy. Yeah, he was telling me all about the meat he got the other day. This, these are our phone conversations. I was calling my dad. I've been cooking a lot of fish, mm-hmm. salmon. I've been trying to figure that out. What's to figure out? <laughs> you know, how long to cook it, how you, you, you know, you marinate it or you season it, whatever, all that stuff. I, I know nothing about that stuff. I'm finally starting to get interested in that stuff. Google it. I do, but I trust, you know, I trust my old man. Okay. I trust You're Walt. With Walt's culinary advice. He's a, he's a trustworthy guy. You've had some of his food. I have. Did you have any of his chili? I don't know. Did he? Did he? I don't think he made chili when I was there. My favorite was Prano, the stew. Ah, stew. I love stew. <laughs> no, but we came back that night, or I, I went to go hook up with some girl, and uh, you were already back. You, you were like hammered in my parents' kitchen, and I woke you up for the fir- for my pitch before the Reds game, and there was this this like dry plate of stew next to the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I made some stew. I microwaved it. I brought it downstairs with me. Smashed some stew. I love me a good stew and stew, stew and soup, great food to have when you're uh, when you've been drinking. Really, you know, soak that up. French onion soup cure a hangover. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can also cure a hangover. Winning money against the dirt balls on the draft app. I'm gonna take your word for it, but yeah, I love playing the dirt balls in draft. Have you been drafting against the dirt balls this week? Uh, I did last week. I'm going to step it up again this week because I love that snake draft. Again, that's when you can challenge each other head-to-head. And you know our rule, Andy. Shoei Otani in every draft. I like that Whether he's playing rule. or not. Even when he's not playing. Yeah. I'm Basically, if you go up against me in draft, it's going to be Otani and the Mets. You're going to pick somebody, I'm going to pick Otani. You're going to pick somebody, I'm going to pick a Met. You're going to pick somebody, I'm going to pick a Met. You're going to pick somebody, I'm going to pick a Met. Snake draft. 
And the Mets are so good that I'm going to win. Challenge us on draft. Yeah, so challenge us, guys. Because for a limited time only, all the dirt balls get a free entry into a real money baseball draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use our promo code DIRTY. That's very important. So play for real money for a free game by using our promo code DIRTY when you make your first deposit. Search Draft in the App Store or go to Draft.com and enter our promo code DIRTY. I do have to say some bad news about uh, the Draft app. Not bad for them, but bad for us. I did play a few drafts last week and lost them all. What? So you're welcome, Dirtballs. Not only did you get to play for free in the Draft app, you uh, also took our money. Wow. Good work, Andy. Not well, a baseball guy. Not I'm not the ba- Here's the thing with me in baseball. I love going to the games though. Not as much as I thought you like I would like. You like the ambiance. You like the hot dogs. I like love the, the, the ambiance. I love the ambiance. I love getting nachos or dipping a soft pretzel into cheese. I love people watching. I've said this and I stand by it. The most beautiful girls of all the sports, like on the whole, in my opinion, go to baseball games. I agree. Yeah, not but like, also to be fair, it's in the summer. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Like I'm excited. I'm excited for this season. I I like you know I'm pretty good about going to about five Dodgers games a year. Yeah, usually and we already have Dodgers Mets tickets. Yeah. Thanks to Bryson, and I saw all the Reds. The Reds are so bad, but it doesn't matter. When are the Reds here? Uh, in about a month, and it's a weekend series. Mets are down in San Diego at the end of April. I'll be I'll be down there. I already got some Seeky tickets for. Petco. Nice. I love it. Maybe I'll join you for one of those games. Yeah, come on down. We can basically probably have our own row. Yeah. Down in San Diego. I, and I love Petco, too. Petco's a fun ballpark. We should, uh, before we get to our phone call with Alexis, we should probably announce we're talking baseball. There, there's some some big news going on in the dirty sports sphere. Oh, yeah. You're right. I was like, ooh, what's happening? Yeah. I, thought you were, I thought you were about to drop some news on me. Yeah, well... Uh, last year, uh, during baseball season, uh, I came up with a few different ideas. We, we had been talking about DSPN and I, and I was like, we need to start, uh, breaking off. DSPN needs to break off the flagship show. We should go in different directions. And I thought, okay, what would I do with, uh, with us as hosts if I was going to give us our own show? And I was like, well, first, uh, Andy and Ruther, since they're both dented, should do the dent report. And you guys grab that idea. I mean, and you, Andy and Maddie. Andy and Maddie, sorry. Yeah. And, uh, that you was gra- a very dent head move. What, what did I say? What did I say? You said Andy and Ruther. Oh, well, I meant, yeah, I was thinking Andy Lazarus. Yeah. And then you. But you and uh, Goldberg, I gave you guys the dent report. And then I came up with another thing. Like, because you guys are both dented, I was like, who could I pair with? And what did we? What could we do together? And I thought, oh, another great co-host that we've had on the show, Andy Lazarus. We're both miserably failure ball players, like the just just the worst, just like guys who wish they could do it, were terrible at it, never did it. Some of us hung on too long. Laz is still coaching and DHing in men's league. And the idea I had for that, using the DS logo, I came up with dirty slides. And that's uh, a new baseball podcast that Andy Lazarus and I just recorded the first episode of. It's actually already available on the Dirty Sports Podcast, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Same way as you guys did Dent Report for right now. It would be in all everything. Anything yeah. that's our Stitcher. Right now, our it's, under the, it's under the wing of the flagship show. 
And uh, Andy and I actually recorded an episode last year on 4th of July, hammered. And so I was like, I'm going to shelf that. And uh, we decided to start fresh this year in April. I don't know if we're going to go weekly or every other week. Uh, it depends on how my personal thusting and Andy's uh, documentary filmmaking of his baseball team go. Well, look. But for the next uh, few months, there's going to be Dirty Slides, a baseball. I like to think of it as if this were Sports Center, it's baseball tonight. So it's all on the normal podcast. This confuses people. Yeah. Well, it confuses dirt balls. So it does not have its Brand own found it already yeah. tonight. It does not have He's its a own smart guy. It does not have its own feet. That's all just like just like Dent Report, we went under the dirty sports feed. And then Dent Report was a success. And you you broke away. You got your own feed. You got your own yeah. iTunes page. So this might happen with you guys. Yeah, we'll see what the we'll see what the response is. But right now, the first episode is already up. It's titled "The Only Thing It Could Be Titled" for the first episode of Dirty Slides. Fuck Chase Utley. And uh, we also have a Twitter page at Dirty Slides. Where we'll be posting all kinds of stuff. And it's me and Laz and baseball. But like you know, it's the same as this show. Whereas we do a lot of sports and it goes into other things like what Walt likes to cook. Uh, we start with baseball and it goes from there. But it's based around baseball. We talk a lot of Giants, talk a lot of Mets. We talked a lot of uh, a great new uh, game we're calling Dude or Not a Dude, which you'll have to listen to and, and uh, hear that. It has nothing to do with transgenders or any sort of sexuality um, or gender Can I say something real quick about yeah. that, though? Yeah. I was looking at Bumble. Yeah. And the third, and it was the second line of three lines was transgender. And I'm thinking, you got to lead with that. You can't lead, you, you can't not, and I wanted to tweet it out, and I still might tweet it out. Coffee lover, dog owner, transgender. You, you can't, like, whoa, 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 you, whoa. You cannot lead that you look like an attractive chick with big tits, but you still have a dick. You can't not lead with that. Yeah. How many dudes are swiping right because they don't see that? They're not reading that. The first thing has got to be, I still got a dick. And it's got to be in big caps, I still got a dick. And you got to say it like that. I still got a dick, of motherfucker. All, see, this is, the, this is the thing. You're all worried that I, like, the thing I said up front where you just want begging me to say the N-word on Dent Report, not nearly as bad as that just whole bit you just did there. Way worse than 2018. That's not a, that's not you got to leave with, do you or do you not have a dick? I mean, what is happening? I got a six-inch dick, motherfucker. That's what it should say. I got a six-inch dick, motherfucker. You just don't lead guys on. I was... I mean, it was in the bio. Bro, I'm just saying. Don't lead guys on. It's not cool. You can't spot a tranny? Ah, uh, see? I'm see? not even allowed to say tranny anymore. A transgender. By the way, tranny... They used to use for transsexual. Correct. And transgender is not a tranny. But the thing is, is it still starts with trans. So tranny is just like, if you're going to shorten it, I heard that they had to be transy. You can't even drive a Trans Am anymore. <laughs> it's been outlawed. You can't even have automatic transmission. No, I was going to say, you can't even say the word transmission. It's transsexual mission. <laughs> that is the technical term now. Which is uh, an, another R. Kelly song that Joe Chabelli doesn't know. <laughs> Transsexual <laughs> mission. Hot and fresh out of the kitchen. 
Oh, I love where this show goes. But guys, go support Andy and Joe. Yeah. Dirty Slides. I, I've I've taken a fully re, re, uh, referring to uh, Laz as Laz because there's too many Andys in my life now. Yeah. I'm like, you're Laz. He's Laz. You're Andy. That's it. That's, that's, how, I've, that's how I figured that out. So check it out. Yeah, it's great. But let's First get, episode was fun. We got to get to a call. It's been too long. We got to get to a phone call with Alexis. The hockey playoffs are here. Can't wait. So let's get to that call. I'm excited to bring Alexis back, Prano. It's been too long. It's been way Hi, too guys. long. Hey, <laughs> Alexis, how are you? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Prano's in a good mood because the Mets won tonight. The Mets win. Yep. Good. Uh, Alexis, good. who won the Stanley Cup? Um, can't see the future, so I can't oh, tell Oh, you. it hasn't happened. Damn. I know. I, it's uh, been a while. Yeah. While. That's how long it's been. I thought for sure you were coming with <laughs> who hoisted it. Yeah. Don't know yet. Not quite yet. What is what is going on in the NHL, Alexis? Well, we just wrapped up the regular season. The last game was tonight. Um, and playoffs start on Wednesday. So it's kind of crazy to think that we've already gone through a whole other season. I feel like we were just doing a call in October talking about the beginning of the season and now it's playoffs already. I think that was actually our last call. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it. Sorry, I, I sorry saw, about that. I saw a... Uh, an update uh, that that my Rangers coach got fired. He did. Is, yeah, Vigneault was let go. I think it was last night or two days ago. Yeah. So did they miss the playoffs? Is they did. Yeah, they were pretty much kind of on the outside looking in for pretty much the whole season. So it was kind of inevitable. Um, but yeah, he is gone. So. Well, before we get to the playoff discussion, the upcoming playoff, the preview, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about this <laughs> this goalie situation. And Joe and I yeah. lightly touched on it a okay. few episodes ago. Oh, are we ago. talking about the accountant? Yeah. Yeah. Because I want someone who follows hockey to just break this down for me. <laughs> you know, the fact that they have an accountant, a guy who's doing taxes, and then he's suddenly playing in a professional hockey game. How on earth does this happen? I know. During tax season, too, like the audacity to just pull him out of his job and throw him in a hockey game. I mean, seriously, the the balls on these people. So he would be called. What would he be called? That's like, a great point. I wonder if it gets so uh, busy at like H&R Block that at some point they call Patrick Waugh to fill in. <laughs> like, we're like we know we know you don't know what you're doing, but you're an emergency tax yeah. man. Yeah. Is, yeah, is so- that his term? Emergency goalie? Emergency goaltender is the official name for it, and um, it's basically a system that the NHL has. It's kind of unique when you look at all the different sports and the way that these kind of things happen. It's uh, pretty unique to the NHL, and basically each team has a list of potential goalies they can call if their main goalie goes down and their backup goalie goes down and they need somebody else to come in. Um, And you got to call them in the middle of the game. You can't play a game without a goaltender, obviously, so somebody has to step up. And so basically each team has a list of potential goaltenders they can call. And these are guys who like played college hockey or, you know, some kind of other league of hockey that they're in that's not professional or like the minor leagues. And basically these guys get called in the middle of the game and say, you got to get here. And they come in, no practice, no nothing. And they step up and they finish the game. And that's what happened with the whole accountant situation. Now I'm going to go out on a limb here. Is Emilio Estevez or someone from the movie Mighty Ducks, the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> emergency goalie? Because they should make that happen. I mean, it would be Goldberg, right? The goalie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, I have no idea. I mean, it's literally they've had like um, the goalie coaches sometimes are on the list. Um, players on the team who aren't goaltenders are sometimes considered could be a backup goalie in that kind of situation. And in this case, it was a 36 year old accountant who hasn't played, you know, any kind. He plays in like a men's league, but he, the last time he played hockey on like a big league was college hockey 15 years ago. So, so. Uh, it's basically like the teams carry two goalies. They'll yep. carry a goalie and a backup, and then Correct. and then if if something were to happen to the backup, this is the next yep. guy. I wonder if yeah. they have pagers, like you know, like old school doctors. Like, oh, it's my beeper. <laughs> like, are you a drug dealer? He's like, actually, I'm the emergency <laughs> goalie for the Blackhawks, and I've got to yeah. go. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, there's some funny stories if you look into it. Um, I was telling Ruther about this earlier, but I don't remember a time in my lifetime where they've actually had to have the goaltender like step on the ice. There's been situations where they've called the emergency goaltender to suit up and then they've never needed to use them. Um, so this is the first time I can remember in my lifetime where the emergency goaltender has actually taken the ice and won the game. Um, albeit so um, it's a pretty funny situation but there's been guys who've been called there was one story where a guy had like his newborn twin babies and he was like bathing them and he got called to come and play an NHL game so it's just like the craziest stories and it's it's pretty cool we've actually got a new system here where uh, dirtballs pay to sit in on the show and then if <laughs> anything happens to Andy they step in and they're hosting the show it's great it's it's like even better than the goalie situation because they're paying to be here Fantastic. Would Ruther really let somebody fill in for him? That that if, sounds like if, he's surrendering if, a lot of control. If he if his like neck gets cut by like a hockey <laughs> skate or something like that, which is why That's I'm bringing hockey Gilmore skates from now on. <laughs> I th- I think that the the person who calls him should be uh, should be Lumberg. Um, yeah, I'm gonna need you to come in. <laughs> Anything other? Yeah. Do, you, do you even get that reference there, Alexis? Nope. No. Nope. How many of our listeners are gonna get that reference? <laughs> Our, our brand here got it. Of course. Office space. Okay, so let's get to the playoff preview. Okay. What do we think, Alexis? Just just come at me with it. What do we... <laughs> just come at me with it. All right. <laughs> that's a weird aggressive. way to ask for it. Um, yeah. Do you want me to just kind of run through my picks or how do you want to do it? Yeah. Let's, let's run through your picks and also maybe inform Joe and I who's actually playing each other. And how many teams <laughs> make the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> And um, and how points are scored? <laughs> um, so yeah, let's uh, we'll just start in the Western Conference. So first matchup is Preds and Avs. At, uh, the Avs just clinched their playoff spot last night. It came down to them and the Blues. Whoever won that game clinched the last spot. Uh, so the Avs got it. Um, I'm taking a clear winner in the Preds here. I think it's going to be maybe five games that the Preds win this. They're, I think the Preds could go back to the conference finals again and have a shot at winning the Stanley Cup. Um, the Avs barely snuck in. Um, a couple weeks ago, the NHL tweeted out a statistic about teams who had certain players scoring majority of their points. And the Avs, Nathan's McK- Nathan McKinnon, uh, scored 75% of the team's points in the regular season and to have one guy carry the team like that I just don't see I don't see that going through in the playoffs and the Preds are just too good all around um so I say Preds in five games yeah I'm not a fan one I'm not a fan real quick because Prano it's the thing that you always say you can't name a team after a natural disaster and the, yeah the fact that they're called the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche yeah how kind many of just bound for disaster if you how ask many me. how many Coloradans over the years have died in avalanches it's offensive it's just, yeah it's, it's highly offensive yeah. okay so we got the Nashville sexual predators who are you know an yep. Andy, Andy Ruther favorite? All right, who we you got? You better na- be on board with the Predators again, Ruther. Otherwise, I'm going to be disappointed. I am. If you ditch them after one season. Look, I I remember certain things. I remember that they throw catfish onto yep. the ice. Correct. 
Yeah, and actually, funny story about that. There was a, it was the Preds versus the Panthers, I think, in a game a few days ago. And the Preds scored a goal late in the game to tie it, and it was overruled. And a fan sent the NHL a catfish, um, protesting the fact that they overruled this goal that would have helped the Preds tie the game. It was, Preds fans are wild. They're ready to go for the playoffs. I anticipate this to be a pretty fun series to watch, and it's going to be fun to watch the Preds get through the playoffs this year. I've I've heard since they've really taken on this sexual predator type name that they've made an adjustment and now in the playoffs when they score a goal uh, Harvey Weinstein's going to be thrown <laughs> <laughs> They're just they're just going to throw Harvey out there. That would end that would end the game. Yeah. I mean he's so big it would just there would just be a crater in the ice. I, I do want to see that happen. Okay. Looks let's... a lot like a catfish, by the way. You ever look, <laughs> look <at> <laughs> Me too. Okay, okay, let's let's move along. Um, then we've got the Jets and the Wild. Um, this is this is going to be an interesting series. I think this is going to be one of the two bloodbath series that I am anticipating um, in the playoffs. Um, the Jets massively outplayed the Wild in the regular season this year. Um, and this, let me hop in real quick. This is the Winnipeg, right? Winnipeg, yep. Um, they massively outscored them. Good job popping in with that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was really worth stopping her explanation of the series. Sorry, continue. Sorry, this um, this all takes place in Canada. Okay, please continue. <laughs> Um, they're an aggressive team. They're a high-scoring team. They've obviously got, you know, Patrick Lyonne, um, one of the best hockey players in the NHL right now. Um, it's going to be a really tough matchup for the Wild. Um, I honestly don't know who's going to win the series. The one thing in the Wild's favor is that the only series the Jets have had in the playoffs, they lost. And uh, Hellebuck, their goaltender, has never played a playoff game. So the Wild have the experience on their hand. And I think if Dubnik can play a solid series, if he can stand on his head, the Wild have a chance at winning it. Um, but this one, I'm literally split down the middle as to who I think might win this series. Um, so I'm going to go with my heart on this one. Dirt balls don't come at my life. I'm going with my heart. Um, I think the Wild win, and I think it's going to go to seven games regardless of who wins the series. So you though. think it's going to be a real Dubnik Hellebuck uh, yeah. battle? I think it's going to come say, down to goaltending, yeah. Those sound like strands of marijuana. Yeah. Dude, did you try the Dubnik? Nah, man, that Hellebuck's hella tight, yeah. though, bro. Okay, so we have that series, yep. which is now what? How many, first of all, how many series are there? Um, there's, there's one, what, eight, uh, eight. eight teams make... From each conference, correct? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. eight series. Andy. Okay, awesome. I'm just trying to gauge how long this is going to take to get through this. Um, I'll try to go rapid fire. So. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> um, so the next one is Golden Knights and the LA Kings. Ooh. Um, ooh yeah. Vegas, LA. And I've seen tweets, right? There was a lot of back and forth. That they're saying this is the big rivalry. Wow. Uh-huh. It's it's, you know, you got a good, you know, the Vegas, L.A. border battle kind of thing going on. Um, you know, a lot Vegas. of people stopping at that fat burger between games. <laughs> Barstow, baby. <laughs> um, Vegas is going to have home ice advantage. Um, I don't know. I just I know that the whole Vegas thing has been a Cinderella story this year, but I just think that. Playoffs are going to be a slap in the face. I think the Kings are going to win it. I think they're going to win it handedly. I don't see Vegas coming out of the series. I, I think Vegas could maybe win a game, especially having home ice advantage. They might win one of those first two games, but I think the Kings are going to end up beating them um, in five or six games. Why do you I just say that? See. Because it's because it's because they're still an expansion team, and it's going to be different come playoffs. Well, that and I just I don't know, you know, a lot of the guys on Vegas have played in playoffs before, obviously. I mean, Mark andre Fleury, their goaltender, won back-to-back cups. He came from Pittsburgh to Vegas. So they have a lot of comp- 
opponents that could easily help them, you know, have a good series. But it's just, you know, I don't know. I just the playoffs are a whole new game. And I just think the Kings are going to be able to beat them. Um, you know, if, if the Knights do win, that's pretty incredible. And to be able to win, you know, a playoff series in your inaugural season is pretty cool. But I think I think the Kings are going to end up winning that one. Um, and then the next one, the last one in the Western Conference is Ducks and San Jose. Ducks have home ice advantage in that one. This is another one I think could go either way, but I do think the Ducks are going to come up on top. I think it's going to be a seven game series. Um, the Ducks have been playing well recently. I don't know. The Sharks are kind of iffy for me. A um, little bit of inconsistency for me to jump on board and say they might be able to win that series. But we're only two years removed from the Sharks being in the Stanley Cup finals. So, um, But they are an older team and that can kind of uh, bite you in the ass when it comes to playoff time. So we'll see what they can do. But I say Ducks in seven. As in that Shark one. bite you in the ass, right? Yeah. See what I did there? I see exactly <laughs> what you did there. <laughs> All right, so that's the Western Conference. Yep. Let's head I, I want to like preview that series by having a shark battle an actual duck. I feel like that would be <laughs> really fun. That's like uh that's some like uh planet earth shit. Like I look mean, at in this, that case, look I at think this I duck just shark. sitting on the uh water and then the shark comes. Anyway, I smoked some pot before I came over here. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis is like, "Yes, this is what I don't miss." Okay, so let's move on to the Eastern Conference. All right, so we got the Bolts and the Devils um, for the first one in the Eastern Conference. Um, the Who Bolts are the just Bolts? Clinched- <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a Bolts? Tampa Bay, Lightning Tampa Bolts. Tampa Bay, oh, Lightning. I, gee, did- I am high. I thought about like nuts and Bolts. I, th- I was like, I was like, is there like, is that like a Detroit team, the Pistons yeah. and the Bolts? Did they they had the, the best record, right? The Eastern Conference. Did they have the What'd best record? Say? Did they have the best record yes. in the NHL? That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, they just clinched the President's Trophy tonight since Boston lost. So, um, what's the President's a- Trophy? That means the best huh? record, Andy. Okay. You, yeah, you had the most points. Jeez, most you points literally just asked the question. I I know, but I, I I had no idea what it was. But then you asked if they had the best record. She said they won the President's Trophy, and I'm like, well, I put two and two together. <laughs> I did, but I'm, I'm like, what is it? Like, what does it look like? Like, who's it looks it? like Abe Lincoln. I mean, what do you think? It's okay. probably a fucking cup of some sort. I, Everything in the NHL is a cup. I didn't smoke any weed tonight. I'm just a child who wants to know answers. Okay. Oh, you guys are killing me. Okay. Okay. Welcome, welcome to every person ever who talks to me. Okay, so the Devils. Yep. Were the eight seed. Yep. Are, so um, are they going to get any of the Kyle Aronofsky, uh, Ric Flair bump? I, if anything, it's going to work in the reverse order. If that's oh, shit. <laughs> Shots fired. Woo! <laughs> um, I just think Tampa Bay's too good. They were so consistent all season. I mean, they were one of the teams that barely faltered. I mean, them and, and the Preds, those are two teams that just were at, at that same point all season. They competed well all season. There was never really any question of, like, are they going to fall in the standings? Are they going to have any big issues? And it was just they consistently were playing well. And the Devils had a really good start to the season, and um, they were at the top of their division for a little while, and then they kind of started to slip, 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 and then they barely made the playoffs. And I just think the Bolts are too good to lose to the Devils um, in this situation. Um, so I think that's an easy one for me. I honestly say five or six games uh, for that one. And All then right. we have Boston and the Leafs. This one I'm pretty excited for. I think this is going to be a fun series. Boston has been, I don't know, Boston 
has been playing really well and they've had a ton of injuries. And so to be able to play as well as they have with the injuries they've had is pretty impressive, but they've also been a little bit questionable. Like they lost to the Panthers tonight. They could have clinched the president's trophy tonight. Um, and they lost to a team who had nothing to play for. So that's a little concerning to me. Um, and the Leafs have a lot of good young talent. Um, so that's a two, honestly, real quick. That's a two, seven game. Um, it's a two, three game. The seating is weird in the NHL. So, um, do you want me to go through that quick no. or not? <laughs> okay. No, I was we'll going to say it. it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a lot to explain, but Ruther can Google it, it after. Yeah. It's, it's not your typical one through eight, one and eight matchup, two and seven matchup. So this is a two and a three seed matchup. Um, and Boston will have home ice advantage. So um, we're basically learning Canadians don't understand how math works. Yeah. I mean, so it used to be your typical one through eight and then they changed it. Gosh, it's probably been five or six years now. And if you ask most hockey fans, they don't like the new setup. Yeah, um, hold they on did a it. second. Let her explain this. Story. This doesn't make any sense. I know you don't want to hear it. Right? <laughs> it's like, you know, you got to first you got to win your division and then you get a thing. Yep. And then even if somebody in your division has a better record than somebody won their division, yep. it's, you know, it's one of those. It's like the NFL yeah. with, with winning the division. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> in, in like so they did it basically. They did it to create more rivalry. So you've got two and three seeds playing each other, which are obviously very high-ranked teams, but sure. you know they're playing against each other. So they did it to create rivalries. Personally, me and I would say most hockey fans I've I've talked to, and I actually talked to somebody about this tonight, do not like this new setup because you know you could have, like Joe said, um, more points than somebody in a different division, but you're in a lower seed. So it's kind of frustrating. Like if you're an actual like passion hockey fan and you have a team you cheer for consistently it's frustrating but if you're just watching hockey for the heck of it and you just want to see a good matchup then it's kind of fun but um yeah i personally don't like that so who do you like Um, in this this is boston and toronto boston and toronto um i'm gonna i'm gonna take a um, wild shot here and i'm gonna say toronto wins the series it's gonna be one of my i guess you could call it an underdog pick a lot of people are saying boston are you know have a good chance of going to the stanley cup finals um and i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh, the leafs win this one i th- i think it's gonna i think it's gonna go seven games though i'm gonna make a bigger prediction alexis stradamus over here <laughs> boston or uh toronto makes it to the stanley cup finals and be Bieber- Bieber and Drake, tongue, tongue kiss. <laughs> oh, God. In the first row seats. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Okay. Um, so then we've got the Caps and the Blue Jackets. Um, this that is sounds another like a, that one. That sounds like a great outfit. A cap, a cap, a Blue Jacket. <laughs> you just need some pantalones. <laughs> so that's Washington oh. and Columbus, correct? Yes, yep. Um, and Washington Andy just does fucking match this the team to the city. He's like, oh, I, I, I want to chime in here. That's uh, these are the cities those teams playing. Thanks. You really need that. I literally am just going to shut my mouth the rest of this call. <laughs> um, so Washington, again, had a very consistent and impressive regular season like they always seem to do. Columbus was kind of battling for a playoff spot most of the season. They went on like a 10 game win streak. Um, and it only got them into a wild card spot. So if that kind of tells you the competitive competitiveness, I don't, is that a word? I don't know, whatever of their yes. division. And <laughs> okay. Of their division. Um, they went on a 10 game win streak about a couple weeks ago now, and it only got them into a wild card spot. Um, so they've been playing a little bit better um, than they were before, but I do think the caps win this one in six games. Why does and Columbus, like, why does Columbus have a hockey team? It, it is an interesting move. I mean, what, question. Flint, Michigan next. Well, I mean, what's what are the what are the next team? Well, what are well, the next cities well, on the list? Hold here? on a second. Let me defend my state. They're like Bismarck. <laughs> we are we're next one. Is, I mean, literally, Columbus had a team before Vegas. 
no. fuck is happening? Well, no, here's why. People don't realize this. Columbus has a higher population than both Cincinnati and Cleveland. That's Not, why. Okay. So there's a lot of people there. Yeah. There's your they answer. They came in into the league the same year that the Wild did. Was it 97, 98? 2000. Okay, not even close. Okay, cool. <laughs> kind of close. All right. Give or take a couple years. Moving um, on. And then the last one. This is the, one of the series I am so excited for. Um, Penguins and the Flyers. I wanted this matchup to happen so bad. These two teams hate each other so much. Pittsburgh so- and Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sidney Crosby has done multiple interviews where he has blatantly stated, I do not like this team. There is nothing, nobody on this team I like. I want to beat them every time I play them. I hate those guys. I mean, these two teams, this is going to be another one of those bloodbath series. This is the second one that I think is going to be a bloodbath series. And I am so excited for this. Um, this is a two and a three seed matchup again. So it's going to be good competition. Um, and the fact that it's a huge rivalry. I mean, this rivalry goes back years and years and years. And, um, I think that the big key is that the Flyers are going to test the Penguins' patience. I do think the Penguins are the better team in the sense that, like, overall they have more skill. But the Flyers are going to do to the Penguins what Jets are going to try to do to the Wild, and that's going to just run them into the ground. They're going to try to, you know, goad them into taking penalties and, you know, doing undisciplined plays. And if the Pens can avoid biting on everything the Flyers try to get them to do, I think the Pens are going to be able to win this series. I don't think the Pens are going to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and win the Cup again but I do think they're going to get past the first round. Um, I think they're going to know they're going to know the Flyers are going to be this way, and I think they're going to be able to play a little bit more of a disciplined game and beat the Flyers in that way. And is that the last series? That was it. Oh, so now we got to go with uh, who do you think who do you think we're going to see down at the end here? Oh, I hate this question. I know. It's my favorite part. <laughs> um I think that the uh, Preds are going to go again. Um, I honestly, I have been so impressed. With Harvey the Weinstein. The <laughs> Harvey. Um, the fans are ready again. I just, I think that the Preds are too good to not go again. Um, but if the Preds don't make it for whatever reason, if there's, you know, if the Avalanche are able to beat them in the first round or they just don't get through um, all the way, I think that it's going to be a Central Division team who makes it to the finals because the Central Division has been one of the toughest divisions all all year. Um, and if you look at the points that that division has and the competition they have and the way they play against each other, um, I just can't see a you know, Pacific division team going to the finals. I think it's going to be a central division team and I think it's going to be the Preds. Um, and then in the Eastern conference, um, I think that it will be, um, probably the bolts. Um, but, and I know that's so cliche, like, okay, the two number one seeds, but, um, it, it, for me, the big thing is consistency and those two teams played consistent all year. It wasn't like they snuck into that number one spot. They were there competing at that high level all year. Um, and that's a big factor for me in, in picking who I think is going to go all the way. Um, so I think it's going to be those two teams. I'm kind of hoping maybe the caps can do something. They, you know, always have a great regular season and then get knocked out of the playoffs. So if it's not the bolts, I kind of hope it's the caps, but, um, little known fact, uh, Washington, they're called the capitals cause it's in Washington, which is also the capital of the United States. Fun fact. Yes, teaching some awesome <laughs> things. I I'm I'm making a prediction. I'm predicting uh, the Bolts that I just found out was their nickname. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Vegas, the Stanley Cup for all the titty bars, just like the two titty bar fucking cities of America battling. I like it. Winner gets to t- winner gets to take the cup to some titty bars. <laughs> that would be interesting for sure. I I. 
can't wrap my head around the fact that, you know, if Vegas did make it to the finals, I think I would lose my mind. That's, because That's where you're going to live. I've already figured this out. You loved it so much last year. I've said this. That is where you're going to live. You, Alexis. This yeah, is, she's going to be like a, a, a side rink reporter for it, the night. <laughs> exactly. This is the Ruther Stradamus right here. You are going to end up working for the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Wow. I'm just so bitter over this whole thing because, you know, I've been a hockey fan my whole life. I have, you know, and I've heard stories about the North Stars before I was born and, you know, stories my dad has told me. And, you know, I'm friends with people who've been hockey fans their whole life. And I've never got to see my team, you know, win anything. And Golden Knights come out of nowhere, have an incredible season. So if they make it to the finals, I'm going to be so upset only because I'm bitter and jealous that they are able to be that successful right off the but bat. you won't be upset when they offer you a lot of money to work for them i'm telling you i'm calling this we'll see <laughs> and they're gonna give you unlimited coffee <laughs> well i'll definitely be in if that's part of the deal exactly well lexus it's always a pleasure thank you for putting up with us especially me who's coming with hot facts that everyone knows well people got a good geography lesson yeah. you know so it's fine we're always uh, learning something. I I hope all of your predictions are right and that the dirt balls have to bow at the altar. Have mercy of, on my soul. Of, of our yeah. hockey correspondent. Well, I struggled in the first round of predictions last year, but then I did a little bit better in the later rounds. You know so what that is, though. This year. That's that's what? that's they, they all. Here here's why they get mad at you. It's. <laughs> They secretly like you, so that's like their weird childlike way. Yeah, so the, dirt, the dirt balls are like kids on the playground. They're yeah, like, they're like pushing you down the, the swing, thing. you know, yes. the, the, the slide. Yeah. Yes, that's what they are. So well, we can only hope that's the that's the reason. Now that's for you. When they tell me they hate me, they literally hate me. <laughs> it's completely <laughs> different. Think you're cute. Who knows? I hope so. There's some cute guys out there who listen to the show. Anyway, Alexis, <laughs> thank you as always, and we're gonna do this sometime sooner than later. Whereas, yeah, we, we gotta do like we'll have to do. Like like a, a finals predict, a finals yes. Uh, preview. Sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Alexis. Thanks, and uh, get some sleep. Yeah, I will. Stay dirty, guys. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Well, Prano, you know I love hockey playoffs because- Do they, you love hockey playoffs? I do. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. What I really love is that they don't shave. I think that's that's a fun little- Yeah, that is great. Tradition. That, and, and you get to the finals, and everybody's just bearded. They're all bearded. And for the hockey players who listen to our, sh- our show, because I know we have a lot, I have the best thing for you to get rid of that beard when the playoffs are over. Some wonderful Harry's razors. You right now are rocking the beard. I am. But I know you keep it tight yeah. with the Harry's razors. In fact, I, uh, I use uh, more Harry's razors when I have a beard than when I don't have a beard. Because when I have the beard... When I don't have the beard, I should say I can keep like a you know a loose shave. But when I have the beard, you got to keep it super tight on the neck and the top cheek. So I'm, I've been rocking a new blade almost every day. Because you got that, I love that extra blade, that fifth blade yeah, up top. That fifth blade. That's how you keep it tight. And guys, Harry's knows how great their blades are, and they stand behind them so much that they're gonna that they created a trial offer. So claim yours by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. This included, this included, this includes the weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover, all those great things, guys. So redeem that now at harrys.com forward slash dirty. Make sure you go to redeem your offer and let them know that I sent you so that you're supporting Dirty Sports. And yes, guys, I posted a picture of 
me after I got dented and people were like, now I know why it's so tough for Ruther to do ad reads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're all jacked up. It all makes sense. All right, Prano, let's get to some NFL news. You want to get to some NFL news? Of course I do. There's not much. You already said that. You were like, now let's talk some NFL news. Now you're going to say it again? Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird transition. Can you say that word? Transsexual mission. Yeah. I'm just doing a weird combination at this point. Uh, the only big news that I have here is... Yeah, I was wondering. This is, you did a double NFL lead-in. I didn't even know there was NFL news. There's not really any. There, it's arrest news. But the most important thing I want to do... Alden Smith was arrested again today. Now, did you see the uh, Savage... The, uh, the, or the Dirty Sports Savage of the Year winner? His, he, like, they didn't press charges? Do we have to have a recount? Yeah. I, that's one thing I want to bring up. Okay, let's lead with that. I mean, okay. this is the transgender of this of the NFL thing. You got, we got to lead with that story. So Robbie Anderson, yes, is not going to be charged with a felony. I mean, we're going to have to put up a poll. It was downgraded to a misdemeanor charge. He still told the cop to like they was going to fuck his wife though, right? I think he said he was going to remember he was going to do jizz in her eye. Oh. I mean, he was very specific. I'm, I'm going to say he keeps his award. <laughs> I think it keeps his award. Yeah, you okay tell a police officer you're going to jizz in his wife's eye while you're zooming in and out 130 miles in a like crowded area. And let's not forget, he was mad at the cop because he was ruining his fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can keep the award. Okay, thank you. Alden Smith, though, arrested again today. Is like, Alden Smith in the NFL? He hasn't been in since 2015. Right. I love that when shit like that makes – like, how long do you have to be out of the NFL before you're – like not making ESPN news for getting arrested. Dude, NFL's king, man. What was he arrested for now? Uh something with child support, not paying. Uh, it wasn't that's a big like one. Barely an arrest. Dude, you want to hear his stats though? Yes, I do. I don't Could think people realized how good he was. He played fifty nine games. He had forty seven sacks. Yeah. That's absurd. Forty-seven sacks in fifty-nine games. I like it when you do that. Like I was waiting for you. You were just staring. I, you said something. I said something. And then you were just staring there. I was waiting. And then you just said what you said again. <laughs> I like to repeat things. Like Forty-seven. I like to repeat things. Oh, you know what we got to talk about? We. I didn't, You're the, all over the place tonight. Did you get high? No, not at all. The, see, that's the problem. I'm not gonna. You know, I. I said he, the intern who shall not be named, name before, and I realize now that I made that mistake, but. He was good at peer pressuring you into smoking. Yeah, but I don't think that helps me. I disagree. I haven't. I Grant, actually, what's your take on this? How do you feel about high Andy versus not high Andy? High Andy's great. I got some weed on me. I got a pen on me. Oh, look at that. Look, you want Brit's basically <laughs> the intern. He brought Modelo's. He's been handing them to me throughout the show. He's got a weed pen. Oh, nice. They got it in San Fran. How does this one work? They all work. Do you have to press the button? Yeah. Yeah. Just press the button. <laughs> it's lit, fam. Okay. Uh, we got to talk about the Watch, condom. This show's about to get so much better, even though it's almost over. Yeah, but hold on a second, Brant. So you, you prefer high me, or do you care? Oh, no. High you is great. Um yeah, you're all over the place, and you just say some stupid-ass shit, and it's pretty funny. But, but I did that this show. Yeah, but not in a fun way. Just in, like, a bad way. What? See? Look at you. You're already better. Like, what was that? Like, what? 
before you're like, what do you mean? Now you're like, what? <laughs> now you're like a Kevin Hart character. <laughs> I turned into Aziz and Sorry yeah. from fucking funny people. Yeah. Randy. <laughs> See, this is already, I told you it would get better. We got to talk about Conor McGregor for a second. Yeah. yeah we got to talk some UFC. There was a UFC match, what, yesterday? Yeah. Friday? Yesterday? There was a UFC match yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, Conor but, McGregor wasn't even in the match. But he, he he hopped off a flight and then bombarded the Barclay Center with his crew. They were throwing, like, dollies, right? Yeah. He into, threw a, I think he threw a dolly into a bus. Bus window. Yeah. I think it's all staged. I do, too. I was about to say. I mean, with Dana White, with I mean, everybody. I, I don't know that it's staged, but I think that it's definitely, um, I think they definitely promote this sort of behavior. Like, nothing's really going to happen to them when they do this shit. Yeah. They want them to fight. And I was about to say, I'm like, you know, getting into this after making fun of professional wrestling is kind of hilarious because I think that they're stealing a lot of what wrestling does, but actually having fights that happen yeah. at the end. I think you're right. I think, but I think all the buildup is all bullshit. I think they're stealing that, like, I'm going to be the heel and I'm going to be the the face or whatever the fuck it's called. And then, uh, you know, the, the, and then, but like in the end, the, the great thing is like they fight, but in the end, like I'm sure half these guys don't fucking hate each other. Well, and let's not all... forget Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather were taking the same private jets. Right. If you hate somebody, you're not going on a private jet to fly to London yeah. from New York. You're not doing an eight-hour flight with yeah, somebody. Yeah, like if you have to be separated in every way and you're not like on a private jet to get – like it's hard to separate two people on like a 12-person plane. Yeah. Like you, you're in row D and you're in row A. Don't go near each other. Yeah. I think, Don't, we're putting this drink cart between you guys. I mean, I wouldn't put it past this entire thing is staged. Yeah, but didn't he get arrested or something? You could stage that. You could stage a. Sure. You could stage a fucking mugshot. Sure. Well, I mean, I don't know. He, he probably did get arrested, but also, if you're Conor McGregor, who cares? It's not like you're worried about having a criminal record. Yeah. I think the whole thing is staged. Yeah. Look, I don't give a fuck about UFC. Like, it's just not for me. It's you know, then like. I see this shit and I see people freaking out about it and I'm like, guys, it's all it's all so that you do this. Yeah. So Mayweather was saying if he if he did come out of retirement that he would go UFC. That's bullshit too. He's not fighting in the UFC. I agree. No way. There's no way. No way. No way. All he ever did was dodge people who could have kicked his ass. You can't do that in the octagon. No. And you can't and you and he only took fights he knew he could win. He's not going to suddenly learn to fucking mix martial arts wrestle. How much would a dirt ball have to pay for me to go in the octagon of the Smut Studio? Well, that's a great question. That's a question for you, I guess. I mean, you have a dented head. Like, you could die in there. Dislocated shoulder three times also. Yeah. I'd be more worried about the brain injury. Yeah, true. The shoulder, though, it's worrisome. I don't know. You played okay playing volleyball today. I, I played... Mean, I played terrible today. No, but I mean, you, you seem to your your shoulder doesn't seem to give you any trouble. Yeah, but I'm worried. They, I've had the, the term now has been used twice to me by different massage therapists. You got to worry about that shoulder getting frozen. I'm like, okay. what? Like I got I, I got to utilize it more. And 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 uh, my massage therapist, the, the chick who gave me the massage and baggage, she's like, she goes, you're not even realizing when I'm starting to work on that, you're already getting tended. You're pushing back, and you don't even know it in your brain. What's Rogan say you should do? 
<laughs> What's up with the diss, man? You walked into my apartment the other day. You saw the book on my fucking nightstand, which I, I talked about at length. You, you've, you've, it was Jordan Peterson book. You look like, man, you're drinking the Joe Rogan Kool-Aid you're so like, hard. You're like, I was reading the Jordan Peterson book while I was floating the other day. And, uh, I did do float lab again. I was having some caveman coffee and it was, uh, crazy. <laughs> I know you guys are drinking your coffee from Starbucks, but you got to drink that caveman coffee. <laughs> God, I hate a guy for just listening to another guy's podcast. I just, I just, I hope that there's some dirtball out there somewhere that his friends are like, we get it, dude. You're on the draft app. <laughs> they were all going to the ball game on SeatGeek. And you're only going to wear your MeUndies in the stands. We get it, dude. You listen to the Dirty Sports podcast. You shave your balls with Harry's razors before you put them in your MeUndies. Then you buy tickets to UFC matches that you're going to fight in in your MeUndies. I would be honored if there was a dirtball out there doing that. I almost want to say I am one of the best promoters of advertisers of anyone. I'm so just all about whoring myself out. Yes, we know. I take privilege with that, Joe Prano. But yeah, I did do the flow. I don't think lap. that's a saying. I take privilege with that. Does that make any sense? I don't care. I had a good Rutherism today on the volleyball court. Yeah, what'd you say? You said something that was. Absolutely ridiculous that I, I was like I, I spiked a ball or an Andy Ruther version of spiking. Oh yeah. You said you said dynamite. You said spike a dynamite. I said that was the spike of dynamite, <laughs> and you guys all looked at me and were like, "What?" I still wonder what the girls think of me, the, the girls we play with. Like, do they think I really am special needs? Like everybody kept making the jokes today, or are they like, "Ah, oh, yeah." I'm well, like, I think you know the thing with your volleyball game. Because it's not like you're... Because you watch. I'm always curious what's going on. Because I see Prano. Prano's a good watcher. And I see... He sees how I flirt with girls on the volleyball court. Yeah. I always wonder what's going on in your But, head. like, the, there's one girl who's pretty good at volleyball. Like, I wonder if she goes, like, he just doesn't pick up... Like, you. my thing about your volleyball game is you still have not picked up the strategy at all. Yeah. It's like six months. And you're like, so what am I supposed to do here? And it's like, man... How are you not just like watching other people play and figuring out? Like I don't play soccer, but I get it. I see how they run to the goal, you know. Uh, she must be like, oh, he's special needs. Like he doesn't get. She's like, I've told him six times where to stand and what to do. And you're always like, did you want me to get that one? Or did what am I supposed to do there? That is the line. What was I supposed to do there? So it's like hit it over the net, dude. But from a like physical or sexual perspective, what do these girls think of how I am out there? I have no idea. I never know with you. Like, I, I mean, the idea that like you're you're fucking like I've looked at your Tinder profile over the years and been like, wait, this is what you're going with. <laughs> you're trying to get women to swipe on you, right? It's like you in a fucking rainbow bikini and a and a USA vest, the mohawk. <laughs> like, yeah, I go for the wild cards, man, and maybe that's why I attract crazy girls. We can we can keep that for debt report. Yeah, you gotta keep that for debt report. I'll let, I'll let as usual. I'll let Maddie Goldberg be my uh, shrink. Are you and Maddie still beefing? We're not beefing. I heard there's massive beef. I heard there's real beef. We're not beefing. See, Maddie and I's beef is more of a WWE thing. You guys, you actually have hate for each other. That is a hundred percent not true. Nah, it's, look, I'm just. I watch things. You try to instigate. That's what you're doing right now. I don't know what you're talking about. You got this whole thing. Anyway, you, you, I see how you, you, you the other day with a tweet 
get things rolling. Because every I, and then look, and then he quote tweets stuff. I don't listen, and then it's all there. I don't listen to Dent Report, and I said that earlier in the show. And then when Trevor was gone, somebody made the joke that uh, we need Trevor to take your shit. Yes. Otherwise, it's all going to go on to Maddie. And then like twenty people chimed in. They're like, "Yeah, poor Maddie." When Trevor's not Trevor's not taking the heat from Ruther all week, it's all going to go down to Maddie. And I said to Maddie, I was like, hey, man, I, I, I just hope you're okay. Like, That's what like I'm saying. You hopped in, Prano. I just wanted my boy to know that I'm looking out for him. Our, our fake beef, you know, if he's abused, if he needs help, that I'm here for him. Well, I will be abusing him tomorrow. We're going to record a couple episodes. Dirtballs, support the Denton Report, support Dirty Slides, and of course support us, all yeah. at DirtySports.com, and drop five stars with an iTunes review. So that, I mean, it's really easy. Yeah, it's real simple. We haven't had a real simple in a while. Yeah, it's real simple. Stop the podcast right now, give us stars, leave a review. Yeah, or if you can multitask, keep listening, and then and then just do it. And you should follow Joe. This That's still right. blows my mind. At Fix Your Life on Twitter. Yep. You should follow me, at Andy Ruther. You should follow us at The Dirty Sports. My favorite is, I thought I was following you guys. Yeah. It's like, how did you think that? You never see our tweets? Yeah. <laughs> yep. JoePrano.com for shows. Adding shows every day. So uh, check that out. Um, and subscribe. Well, don't subscribe because you're already subscribed to this. But it's... Dirty Slides is on our page, and uh, follow at Dirty Slides on Twitter, and we'll see. I, again, I don't know where it's going to go. Is this a wanna, test period, Joe? Sort of a test period. You know me. I need to see. I need to see like a response. Like you're like we're doing Dent Report no matter what. Like if I don't see lots of people going like I need this in my life, I'm going to be like ah fuck it. I think you should go tweet at Joe. Tweet at Dirty Slides. Tweet at Laz. Let them know because I want to force Prano to do a podcast once a week. Oh, uh, every week. Yes. Wow. Okay. We'll yes. See. We'll see what happens. Thust, 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 thust. DSPN, Dirty Sports Network, take over. I was even saying to Laz the other day, if we go every week, we might need an intern. We might need to hire our intern that you fired. What? <laughs> hire him back? Well, as... He's been he's basically gotten demoted from off the flagship show. Who does that? Who hires the guy back on the non the the fucking break off show? I know. Look. Unless Brand's gonna stick around and do it. Blinking guy meme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's the show. Brand, I had a question for you before before we leave. Because first of all, thank you for coming. I hope you I hope you enjoyed yourself. Oh, uh, I loved it. Thank even you though even though Andy was off his game tonight. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite part of Dirty Sports Podcast? Like what what's the stuff that gets you the most? Honestly, it's probably you, Joe. Your impressions, your jokes. <laughs> yeah. No offense, Andy. <laughs> That's awesome. He's gonna be like, I like it when you guys do this. He's like, probably you, Joe. In my apartment. I'm sorry, yeah. Andy. I had none taken. Impressions? You like the impressions? Oh, I love them. Okay. Especially when, when, they're, when they're brand new. I remember when you first started doing Bill Walton. That was probably the best one. That and Stephen A. Yeah. Thank you. I I think I when I really hit my stride with Bill Walton. Oh, I yeah. really feel like feel like he was my guy. Thank you. That's great. Well, thanks for being here, Brand. And uh, plug you. plug your Twitter so everybody can follow you or whatever social media you prefer to use. Um, I th- uh, it's Brand underscore STL three one four. Um. I think it's the same thing for Instagram, too, but that's my Twitter. And uh, that's about it. 
Well, enjoy the rest of your trip to California. Andy, what else you got for us? I got nothing except for this. Don't forget, condoms are for pussies.